This is All Things Online, the B-Web podcast. With me here we have Zoe Ashby, Managing Director of B-Web. Hello. And um, this podcast is titled SEO What? So what? Indeed. What does it stand for? Search Engine Optimization. Now, my inbox, for one thing, is absolutely flooded with emails quite regularly from people all over the planet in places I don't even know existed and promising uh, to deliver results about SEO. I even get phone calls about it in the office. So what are these people going on about, please? I also receive those same emails, which I find quite hilarious because obviously if they looked at what we did, they would see that we'd kind of do that. But also, if you think about any business, any business that's really trying hard to send all these spammy kind of emails, there's something up with that, isn't that? That's not mm. that's not a normal thing to do. Are they literally applying the rule or the saying, if you throw enough doodah at the, at the spinny thing in the corner, some of it will stick? Yeah, literally. And um, interestingly, about five years ago, I decided to sign up to one of these, these emails. I thought, do you know what? Oh, whatever. Let's see what they're doing. Because I mean, I'm, I'm a self. And then ten days later, the Viagra arrived. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I'm a self-taught SEO, as it were, because really we started building websites 15 years ago, and in those days, SEO didn't really exist. There weren't that many websites, and so I signed up to this service that was offering me some SEO. I spoke to a person and I asked some questions about how they would go about it. Um, and they asked for some money, so I paid them 500 quid or whatever it might be. And the very first hurdle I had was really interesting because the very first thing they said to me after all of these promises, could I give them the keywords that I wanted to be up for? And for me, that's a, a real red herring. So I'm just like, why am I telling you what keywords I need to be up for? Because as a business owner, I may have an inkling. I may know or think I know what my customers are searching. But actually, that's the, the job of the SEO marketing person the very first thing they should be doing is the keyword research it's their job to work with you to identify keywords that are actually going to work and what are keywords how does that fit into everything keyword is basically a piece of content or a phrase they used to be very specific so if you said web design sorry it would have to be that particular phrase mm -hmm. that's no longer the case google kind of knows what topics you're talking about yes. so what topics are people searching for that may drive traffic to my business it isn't literally one yeah, word because google's, google's, google's clever enough to understand language and intent mm -hmm. but, but either way in order for this to work you need to start understanding what topics you're business your target customers could be searching for and that's the job of the, of the seo really you need to have some insights about what is competitive what's achievable where your competition is is targeting so all of that keyword background research is the main chunk of the work for seo especially for the strategy so for them to ask me to give them a list of top 10 keywords mm. was alarming because obviously i could write anything i wanted down and then they would either achieve it or fail but either way they haven't actually added any value to my initial thoughts and that's the first thing to do is it an art or a science is it a skill or is it well it's it's a bit of both these days seo became something that you expected your web developer to do somebody who's technically trained and can write code the person that should be optimizing your website is probably a marketeer and somebody commercial not necessarily somebody who knows html inside out um, so it's it's technical in fact that your website needs to be technically sound and it needs to work and perform correctly but it's really more of an art and more of a commercial marketing role than it is a technical role.
So it's not kind of going back to the days where I'm sure everybody's had this experience. If you've updated your own blog or posted your own pages online, you've got that bit. um, Meta description and meta title. Where it has a field and it says, what's your title? You put your title in, it has your description, you put a little description in and then it has your keywords. And I've always thought that's what the SEO bit is. No, it's a little bit about that. And it used to be a lot about that. So originally the SEO keyword field used to be 15 years ago, search engine engines would look at that bit of data and say, okay, this website's about this particular topic or this particular topic. Um, And quite quickly, what happens, savvy SEO people started putting in popular phrases, for example, maybe show my age, Britney Spears. They may have put Britney Spears in the keyword list. Yeah, Yeah, for my Um, website, which sells spanners. (laughs) Which is that it makes no sense anyway, because why on earth would you put in a keyword that isn't to do with your website? Um, But Google became very savvy and maybe for 10 years hasn't used that keyword list at all. Google does look at the the title and the description and they're important Mm -hmm. because they're the bit that comes out on a Google listing if you do do a search. The bit you click through is your, is that the title or the description bit? the title normally uh-huh. at the top and then the description. So both yeah. those things are fairly important. Yeah. But these days, actually, Google is clever and enough to understand topics. So you don't need to think about too much putting keywords in those particular areas because Google is clever enough to read your entire blog. It will look at all that information and it will naturally work out what topics you're talking about. And hopefully if you've articulated them really well and you've written them in a natural language, Google will automatically give you that Google rating. I was going to ask this because um, in previous podcasts, you you spoke a lot about content, drilling down your content, preparing it well and getting it all planned. Does this mean that you have to write content with SEO in mind? Have you got to force in keywords? Kind of the opposite, really. I mean, if you've done your keyword research and you Mm -hmm. know what topics your customers are searching for, just write about those topics, write really, really well, write with authority and generate content that is interesting for them. But actually, at the end of the day, you're writing natural content on your website that will appeal to the people reading it. And that is the most important thing. And Google rewards that. All things online. Follow the BWeb team on Twitter at BWeb Agency. So without giving away any trade secrets, which is fair enough, yep. in general, what is your approach to SEOing? Is that a word, SEOing? Yep. Well, it is now. I've made it a word. Yep. SEOing a website or an article or something. You start by the keyword research that I've mentioned. And then the next thing you need to do is some housekeeping. You need to make sure that your website is actually performing and passing all today's technology. So even if you had a website that you built one year ago, even six months ago, it's possible for there to be some small details that are going to hold back any brilliant SEO work or any content that you generate. For example, very recently, Google has changed the main algorithm. In fact, it changes it all the time. But this particular one meant that it's looking at mobile phones first. So however your website generates on a mobile phone, actually, even if they're on a desktop and they're typing in the search phrases, it's how your website performs on a mobile phone that is going to leverage your your ranking so Uh that's really important so So is it kind of like the eurovision song contest only the panel is google and it's awarding points for it's exactly like that this and 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 it's fairly frightening really because google does have all of the strings it it, you know you have to do what they say Uh, but at the end of the day once you have your keyword research though you're being mindful of seo it's generating that content um if you are a local business for example in plymouth you might not need to compete with companies perhaps in London, in which case you need to try and think about having some local 
keywords, Plymouth-based testimonials from people in Plymouth and things like that, just to make sure that Google knows that you're in Plymouth and knows that you're looking for customers in Plymouth and people in Plymouth should be finding your website over the one that's random from London. What about if you've got the other situation whereby you're based in a, in a local area throughout the UK and you're targeting a different area or you're targeting a national audience? Yeah, that is more of a challenge. If you're competing on a national basis, you just have to be brilliant. So you just have to work really hard to make sure you're generating that content regularly and keeping the website up to date. Are some clients asks... Um, realistic to achieve. So if I'm a company and I produce light bulbs and I'm not fortunate enough to have the domain name lightbulbs.co.uk and I come to yourself or any other SEO person and say, I want to be at the top of Google for the search term light bulbs. That's going to be a bit of an ask, isn't Gosh, it? Gosh, yeah, there's, there's absolutely no guarantees. So when we're doing our keyword research, if we find a keyword that we, we might love and we can see there's traffic there, but we can see it's completely unachievable mm-hmm. and we would know this by doing a Google search. And if you do a Google search and the the front page is just filled with these national brands that you know have got massive budgets that you couldn't possibly compete with you just have to think of a different strategy otherwise you would just be trying trying and trying throwing money at that key phrase and not achieving it this is how long is a piece of string question but how long does it take to see results from seo work yeah that's typically yeah it's a really interesting question because it's it's so difficult for anyone to prove that the changes that they've made have made that difference because whilst your website is changing or your competitors websites are changing as is the google algorithm but if you have been keeping your website up to date on a regular basis so you've been updating your website once a week or once a month Google will have a sitemap and it will see on that sitemap a date stamp. And that date stamp will encourage Google to come around at the appropriate time. So if you update your website once every six months, Google may say, right, I'm going to come back every six months. And if you have that situation, it doesn't matter what you do for your on-page SEO, it's unlikely that Google's going to come back in a hurry unless you do something else to encourage it. It rewards effort. It does. But if you've been keeping your website up to date on a regular basis, in all honesty, you could make a change and it could make an impact the very next week. We've seen changes even the next day, and that can happen. But it's only going to happen on a website that's already been kept up to date and Google knows to come back on a regular basis to actually audit. Any other tips you'd like to add before we bring this podcast to a close? Yes. I mean, I think it's something that I've mentioned in previous podcasts, really, is to make sure that you've got Google Analytics and Google Webmaster, which I may not have mentioned before, installed and on the website. Not only installed, you should check them on a regular basis. Um, For example, I'll tell you a story that's something that happened to our own website about four or five years ago, we logged into Webmaster and we could see, for whatever reason, we were really, really popular for the keywords free coffee in Plymouth. I mean, Because, of course, that's what you do. Yeah, of course. I'm always offering free coffee. <laughs> How did that happen? Well, what, what happened is that we were at an event, some kind of exhibition, and we had just had a blog post saying, we're going to be here. Come along to our stand for some free coffee. For whatever reason, everyone in Plymouth really likes free coffee and they were searching for it and we ended up being found for that particular phrase. However, it doesn't actually relate to our business. So it, it, it just gave us that kind of heads up that we need to take that blog post down. Because and you just removed just remove it. Completely. There's right. no point in having traffic for traffic's sake. So I only want traffic to my website. Really, that's going to be generating business for our web design business, not for the free coffee side of things. Well, I think that pretty much sums up the topic of SEO. Um, Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and regularly update your feed and your preferred podcast app. What are we going to be talking about in the next one, Zoe? Super interesting. Next topic is going to be growth-driven web design. And this is how you actually grow your business with your website aligned. Thanks for listening to All Things Online. 
Contact the B-Web team with your questions and comments by email. Info at bewebsites.co.uk And follow B-Web on Twitter at B-Web Agency. All Things Online was produced by Fresh Air Group. Visit freshairgroup.co.uk Joint copyright B-Web Limited and Fresh Air Studios Limited. <laughs>